You're listening to the Made in the AM podcast with Tilly and Sophia. Oh, what you do that for? I like girls who eat carrot. I work in a bakery. Harry, Harry, give me some of your gravy. I have a strange fear of spoons. Shit, I've got chlamydia. What's up, me? I'm really sorry I was having a wee. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to a shorter bonus episode if you will of the made in the am podcast a podcast by directioners for directioners i'm tilly and i'm sophia and today look we're a bit um, worse for wear we're a bit in australian culture we will call seedy seedy yeah. it is a seedy sunday for us <laughs> for that meaning we're kind of hungover yeah <laughs> why we... you may ask because we drink very responsibly and just got very we had a good night last night we went to a hairstyles theme night as they would call it there was one there was a melbourne one which was super duper exciting they did it originally for harry styles's birthday which if you weren't aware is february 1st yeah it's now it's now march 14th (laughs) um so it was february it was meant to be scheduled for feb 12th to like kind of commemorate harry's birthday but if you from Melbourne, you would know that we had a five-day lockdown that was enacted from pretty much that weekend. Yeah, a little snap lockdown. A little snap, a circuit breaker lockdown, if you will. Yeah, and um, so it got really put off. It did break the circuit. It did indeed break the circuit. And so <clears> that <throat> theme night was put off for a month. And so here we are. Here we are. The long-awaited month has happened and we went last night and it was it was quite an experience. So we thought we would kind of just recap our night with you guys, have a bit of a discussion about it. It was yeah. quite fun. And also just talk about little recent happenings in the in the up in the fandom and in the boys' lives because quite a few things have happened. <laughs> you can hear in our voices we yeah. sung so quite much a lot. last night. We, oh mate. We were up we were without if you saw our story last night, which was Probably the most tame video I took that night because the rest of me are just screaming along to songs. We also did a TikTok, so head over there and have a have look. A look of, have a check, a quick check of that out. Um, we we were basically just with our people. Yeah. We really found ourselves. We reverted back to our 14, 15, 16-year-old self and just absolutely had pure, unadulterated fun listening to <laughs> One Direction, Harry Styles, Louis Tomlinson, Zayn Malik. Niall Horan and Louis and Liam Payne. Yeah. It was very it was very eventful and it was quite a hype. It was very a high energy night. Yeah. We um got there. It started at like eleven and then we got some drinks. They had themed um cocktails. They had, they had a watermelon sugar, like frozen slushy margarita thing. And they also had a sign of the lime t- shot, shot, which was basically a margarita shot. Yeah. It had tequila, contro lime juice it just tasted it literally just, yeah it was just literally citrusy stuff and it was quite nice actually it was actually good yeah until he fell in love with the bartender yeah i literally fell in love with the love of my life till if you guys know, <laughs> if you guys have the blessing of knowing tilly like i do you'll come to realize that whenever we leave the house and go to a setting that would be either a bar a cafe <laughs> anywhere that has hospitality workers tilly makes it her god-given right and duty on earth to be- mingle with them, befriend them, and then fall in love with them. Yep. She's got about about a list of about eight different guys from different locations nationwide, might I add. Yeah. These people All are from Tasmania, Melbourne, <laughs> wherever you are, na- you name it. She has got <laughs> someone associated with them 
who she's like, I'm in love with him. No, but he was he was gorgeous. He was lovely. But he wouldn't. Okay. He, <laughs> I was like, come dance with us. Like, come, <laughs> come dance um, with One Direction with us. And he was like, oh, no, I finish in 45 minutes. It'll be over by then. I yes. was like, come dance on the street with us. And he was like, ha, ha, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Look, as a fellow bartender myself <laughs> i can just tell you right now that when you're that sober and working and then a drunk person comes he up was to you taking shots yeah you take shots with customers you don't dance with them yeah well mm. but you know what anyway. his lo- his loss a couple um. of it was um there's maybe we'll insert a couple of audio clips of lesser obnoxious sounding videos of yeah. us uh screaming along to one direction fun night i really loved it i wish there was like just one club designated to like one direction nights honestly well i mean like it's not unheard of that they do like harry styles slash one direction Mm. nights i'm hoping that they'll do more for like the other members and whatnot i felt that the ratio of songs could have that was spread amongst the boys was just very uneven yeah they played one louis song which was miss you yeah. And then they pe- played about three or two Liam songs. Yeah, but Liam songs... Liam like, songs are more club appropriate, like, so that's valid. Yeah, like um, Strip That Down. Strip That Down, Get Low. Like, they didn't play Familiar, which I was, like, fuming about. <laughs> Could have busted out the Just Dance routine to it. Yeah. They didn't play any Nile songs. No. They did not play one I single... I don't think the DJ even kind of knew what... Like, all the songs that they played were very, I don't know, basic... Yeah, like they didn't play temporary fix. No. Which massive issue with it. I kept kind of subtly they okay. Two complaints from from me here. Actually three complaints. Yeah. So they said it was ending at three AM. It didn't end. It ended at two thirty, which is half an hour of songs that we yeah, could have definitely fueled that. up easily within One Direction's like eight hour long discography. Yeah. Um they ended it with Fine Line, which granted, Fine Line is a wonderful song, a certified ballad. Yeah. Hope to God that that is that song gets more recognition than what it gets. But when you're at a nightclub or a theme night where yeah, you're meant to be yeah, high yeah. energy, having a good night, enjoying yourself, like dancing, screaming, laughing, like having a great time, and you want to put on arguably the saddest song from Harry's second album yeah, and you as the ending. Do one, like you want to do one that everyone knows as well. Exactly. Like everyone knows well, like even if you're not that big of a Harry fan or, or like you just want to do one that's like – the one not to mention fine line is a very very repetitive song yeah. like it's great it's a great like i said it's a great song it's an yeah. absolute masterpiece but you want to be out here like which is why i thought temporary fix would have been which is my third complaint yeah, brings me to my third complaint like golden or something like, yeah golden good. even what makes you beautiful or something yeah. like that like it was just it was just it was just a bit of a miss towards the end but they kept it pretty consistently but i do think that when they were playing like they did play lizzo which yeah. is fine. And they did play Taylor and like whoever else. Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, valid, fair. It's like they're trying to spread out your songs. But it's like those could have been taken up with slots like other One Direction songs. Like, you know, Where Do Broken Hearts Go? Why Don't We Go There? 
temporary fix, as I will mention yeah. again for the fifth time. <laughs> You're really mad about oh, that. Oh, mate, temporary fix. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That no, is like iconic. Granted, they did play No Control, which is like yeah. the bare minimum. If they didn't play No Control, they've already just failed as a theme night. But it was really fun. Like, I loved it. Someone had um, a Harry doll and a Louis doll, and they were like holding them up and were like during Sweet Creature. They were play- they were holding up a Harry and a Louis doll. If you know, you know. I was just like, this is. But like throughout just certain songs, like I think I remember, lights up. They hold they held Harry, Harry up. Yeah. It was basically like a weird cultish moment in which yeah, we were just really praising was. this Harry doll. Um. Yeah. So what else had happened? Um, it was pretty. It was just really fun. Like it, was it just felt a safe. Space. It was a safe space because it was. Literally everyone that we that was there was just a complete un, uh, a completely devoted Harry slash One Direction stan. It was like being in a concert again. Exactly, like, you're the with next your best people. Thing. Like you, and you just like talk to anyone because you have that mutual connection. Yeah, right? I was literally looking over at girls, and we'd all just be smiling yeah. and laughing and singing with each other. And oh. I'm like, that's fucking fantastic. I want to go to a concert. Again. I do too. It was it united everyone together. Everyone <laughs> lost their shit during Kiwi, as yeah. they should, because that's like the certified like yeah. song. So they should have ended with that. Yeah. Like, oh. They could have had like so many different songs that they could have ended it on. And it was just like, you know, that was like my only complaint though, pretty much. Like my main issue was just that. Yeah. Was just like literally the ending being that it was at 2.30 and ended on quite a slower ballad. But everything else was pretty much to a T perfect. Yeah. This place that, that we've gone to, they've, they've done theme nights in the past and they usually get them on the nose pretty well. Like they do um, Taylor, Swift, Taylor nights. Swift nights. They did like a No Scrubs, which is um, a like early 90s, 2000s, 90s yeah. night. They do emo nights. So they'll yeah. do like more punk, me- punk yeah. and metal. It is more of a metal venue. Like I know a lot of metal bands play yeah. there as well. We went, I went, we went and saw Chase Atlantic there yeah. last year. That was really, really good as well. Chase, last, last year, the year before. Probably. But yeah, it was very, very eventful and just pure, mindless fun night. Good fun. Very good fun. It was very drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you got watermelon (laughs) sugar slushies. You're going to gouge on them. As you can hear in my voice, I'm not in the best. Yeah. No, I was literally screaming like the songs. And I've got an HSP next to my bed, like. Oh, As we're recording this. shall we open up the discussion for this HSP, HSP thing? HSP, yeah. So, <clears throat> as we know, Tilly's from as we know Tilly's from Hobart, and we went out with Tilly's sister and sis- and her sister's housemate, and we're all from different areas. So Tilly and her sister are obviously from Hobart, and and her sister's housemate is from Queensland. And yeah. I'm from Victoria, obviously. And so we had all different opinions on what this whole HSP debacle is. If you don't know what a HSP is. It's chips with halal meat, your choice of – Like kebab meat. Like kebab meat. Usually your choice between chicken or lamb or a mix. I get lamb. And then it's topped with cheese and three sauces. Usually the go-to sauces for me are barbecue, garlic, and sweet chili. We call it a halal snack pack because it's a a snack pack and it's got halal (laughs) certified meat. Very simple. Apparently it's not called that that in Hobart. Well, we just don't have them really. Like, no, it's called a halal snack pack. It's just, like, not a common thing to get on a night out. That's the thing. I thought you said it was called a Hobart snack pack. No, there's just this one place. That, that calls has, it a Hobart snack pack. Yeah, it's an HSP, but it's called a Hobart snack Sorry, pack. Sorry, yeah, L&B is where, you, is where you get your feed yeah, from. legs and breasts. Legs and breasts. Oh, shout, shout out to legs and breasts. <laughs> but um, I know in um, 
WA, they call it a meat box. They call it a meat box. And then in Queensland, they, that I found out last night, they just call it a snack pack. Oh. So there's no, so I don't know what, what's going on with their meat there. Yeah. But like, I remember I went to Queensland. I've been to Queensland multiple times, Gold Coast. And HSP was just like a standard thing there. Like it was called a HSP. Oh, yeah. Maybe, oh, I don't remember. I mean, either way. It's a sna- it's a halal snack pack. It's a HSP. Yeah, it's nice. just notoriously known for that. Good stuff. Gouged out on those last night as well as yep. a, as, a, as our little drunk feed, <laughs> classic stuff. God. But yeah, to basically conclude on the whole discussion of this Harry Styles theme night, it was just it was just a great way, especially like with us going back into our trying to get back into normal life in Melbourne and stuff. Yeah. And being like massive One Direction fans, and obviously Harry's postponed his shows. Niall had to cancel his tour. Louis had to postpone his show. Um, it was the next best thing, essentially, to just have that. Not to mention, we didn't get to go to this though, but I wish we kind of did. There was a screening. The This Is Us. The this one. of This yeah. Is Us in Carlton at an IMAX theater, which is like a suburb out of Melbourne. We didn't get to go to that. No, I wish we did. We should have. Like from the looks of it, the videos that were going off there, there was like people just in unison, again, coming together, yeah. having this love for this fucking band and just quoting yeah. and, and having a good laugh and enjoying this movie in like the highest quality you could possibly get it in a giant theater. And it just looked like pure. It just looked like a great time as well. Yeah. And it was like, it's just moments like this that make me really happy about being in this fandom. Yeah. And we have the sad. privilege. Like, literally, that's what brought you and me to... Like, I'm getting sappy right now. Maybe oh, wow. I'm still kind of drunk. I don't God. know. But it's literally One Direction that brought, like, Tilly and I together. Oh, it brought, like, yeah, all my friends together. Yeah. Everything. Like, that's really what united a lot of people in yeah. my life with me because of how we just found this mutual love for this fucking band. Yeah. And it was like, it broke down, like, barriers. It made us it made us have, like, a little bit more of a comfortability with each other. Like, we had that major common ground. Yeah. And it brought us this podcast, which yeah. you guys are very <laughs> – and it brought us you guys as well, which that you're listening right now, which is, like, so appreciative for that. We love that. Yeah. Um, what else has been happening? So, the Grammys are tomorrow. Yes. As we know. And Harry is not only opening with a, like, ten-minute – Ten-minute thing. Ten-minute – Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Ballad mashup i'm so excited to hear it i he's going to absolutely dominate i think but he's also nominated for best pop solo performance for watermelon sugar uh best pop vocal album for fine line and best music video for adore you so he's got three grammy nominations fingers crossed that he wins all three of them ideally but do we know who he's up against Oh, probably. Categories? Uh, I don't fully remember, but I know he's got some pretty good competition. Yeah. So the chances of him winning, especially since knowing the Grammys, which are like insanely yeah. biased and also racist, <laughs> just blatantly, um, we probably are not fully aware that we're probably going to see that there's not going to be a chance that he's going to win three categories. One potentially. We don't. I don't know, but I would love for him to personally win for best music video because adore you. He created, not only did he like garner up my, in my opinion, one of the greatest, like one of, one of the better campaigns I've seen in terms of music video, he created an entire fake island (laughs) and didn't even drop it. Like he, it was pretty much all discovered through the fans. Like he didn't make it a publicly known thing on his own page or on his, um, on his Twitter or on any of his social medias. Aroda existed completely separately to Harry and the fans found it themselves and the little hints that so would drop. It's so smart. It's like, why would you not win 
for something as creative as that. And the music video was just so good. And it's like such a great song as well. Like Adore You is just that one, that one song that I will just never get sick of in terms of Harry Styles' music. It just was so – it's just so beautiful. Anyway, that's my tangent over. I absolutely <laughs> want him to win that at the very yeah, minimum. Yeah, I'm just trying to find out who the nominees are for that section. There's so many different uh, categories. Okay, so we've got the nominees for that um, music video, for best music video, are – Brown Skin Girl by Beyonce. I haven't seen that music video. Yeah. Um, Life is Good by Future. Yep. I haven't seen that either. Lockdown by Anderson Pack. Right. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, Adore You, Harry Styles. Yep. Um, Goliath by Woodkid. I have no idea what any of these are. And that's it. So well, surely. <laughs> so I feel like the contenders are obviously between Brown Skin Girl and Adore You. Yeah, same. Personally, because I know that Beyonce is a literal powerhouse. Like yeah. She's Queen Beyonce. And if the Grammys don't give her that, they're going to basically be viewed as racist. Yeah, well. Which they are. Like, granted, they are. They literally snubbed The weekend. But, but like, personally, my pick would be obviously Harry Styles. Yeah. That because Adore You is just such a fantastic music video. So good. And I think finally needs to get some recognition in terms of critical acclamation because it was such a good album, a fantastic album, like top tier. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so Harry's opening the Grammys. It was like the big performance. I remember watching a TikTok actually not long ago. Remember the Taylor Swift performance when her and Harry just broke up and she was, and she did the little, I still love you. And she's like, I'm busy opening the Grammys. (laughs) And it's like, that was iconic. That was iconic. And now Harry's opening the Grammys. It's like, the turntables yeah. incredible <laughs> so yeah harry's opening the grammys he's wrapped up filming for don't worry darling oh yeah exciting stuff i'm so keen to see yeah, good. like oh the amount of content we're gonna get like the amount of stuff that we've seen oh from my it. god i could oh, i can't i can't wait and i can't wait to see florence Pugh in that as well she's yeah. going to dominate that screen and i know for a fact that it's going to be a fucking certified amazing movie especially if it's directed by the wonderful olivia wilde yeah. so harry's got a lot going on Louis starting his own management. We predicted that. Yeah. We actually had one of you guys that were like, you guys predicted so much. And I was like, did we? And they're like, yeah, Louis starting his own management. I was like, yeah. shit, true. Yeah. We said, we, uh, we've had a fair amount of assumptions here. Yeah, and I'm so no, pr- I really see him doing that as like if, his pathway. Yeah, exactly. If anyone, anyone yeah. in that band was going to start a management, it would be Louis. He is the, he's got so much knowledge and wisdom and experience under yeah. his sleeve that he could definitely apply to like different talent, especially someone who's clearly been through the ringer with management and um, controlling people yeah, and just really poor, poor to, treatment. Um, like treat people. Yeah. And, like... He, and he has so much knowledge in like music production and songwriting and ability. It's just, he's an all rounder. Like obviously his strengths fall into so many different categories beyond just singing. And I feel like that would be such a waste if he didn't use that skill and pass it off to other people and seeing him starting his own music label, his own management, sorry, I mean, is going to be such an amazing thing. And I can't wait to see how that turns out and what he's, and the people he's going to be signing and stuff like that. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah. I can't wait. And, and finally, I'm going to touch this on, um, one year of heartbreak weather. True. Which, which did not get any recognition (sighs) last night. Heartbreak yeah, Weather no. is the best. It is a fantastic album, so obviously. Good. And 
It just didn't get any recognition full stop. Like, at all. This time last year, the world was going into lockdown. It was just like everything was turning to shit. Yep. And Nas out here trying to release an album. And And promote it and tour it and stuff. And because he was promoting it, it just got overshadowed by the fact that it was like... Well, everything in the news then. Turn on the news and it'd be like, good morning, coronavirus. (laughs) Yeah. And it was just like, well... Obviously, in that kind of setting, a global pandemic will overshadow an album release. But in saying that, it is still probably one of my top picks for, like, yeah. just albums in general. It's, so good. it's such a cohesive, well-produced, well-thought-out, well-written album. And it just has so many great songs on it. Like, yeah. right now, I've got skin Heartbreak Weather, the song, stuck yeah. in my head. Like, I could just, just, sp- so just you know, It's all the songs out. on the album, like, just... Not trigger me, but like they just remind me of the first lockdown so yeah. much because it I was just a comfort album on, re- on repeat. Like, yeah, that was just yeah. It was a comfort album for me. Like it yeah. was definitely the album that helped me get through lockdown because yeah. it was just it perfectly aligned, and then like it just it just perfectly captures the feeling of being in a blissful relationship yeah. and then going through <laughs> the heartache of it all, and then just you know going through the notions of basically the seven stages of grief. Yeah. So you know, happy one year birthday to Heartbreak Weather. It's a fucking fantastic album. If you haven't listened to it yet, what are you doing? It's been a year. You've had a whole year. Niall's been promoting it, as you know, in his charming little ways. <laughs> you got to listen to it, man. What are you doing? You've got nothing, nothing else going on. Got to, got to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really about all the news, really. Yeah, though. we were, we were going to keep this short and simple, this episode. Yeah, because we're, we're a bit, we're, se- bit seedy, as we bit, like Bit seedy, bit tired. So we're going to spend the rest of the cool. day just chilling out in recovery, but... We've got some um, reviews to read out, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh, so we love hearing everyone's, like, DMs and everything. Like, if you DM us... We get so surprised because we're like, oh, we're people still, actually listen to People us. actually listen to us. We're still a little bit, you know. Yeah. But um, Alicia, she was like, hi, you guys never fail to make me smile. Also, why aren't you talking about how our podcast predicted so much? That's what we were just saying um, about Louis' management. Yeah, so. Louis' management, the golden music video. I think I even said not long ago about the treat people with kindness music video that was potentially yeah. that was before it was even rumored yeah. so i mean yeah a little bit of manifestation a little bit of psychic ability here yeah and then we've got krista as well oh krista it's her birthday soon a couple days after zane zane's departure, departure of the band so the shout out to krista yeah, you, you were you, you're doing great <laughs> um yeah we just have like we just really love hearing from you guys feedback wise and just messages wise like you just really it really does keep our motivations high and keep this whole podcast afloat even though we're not entirely consistent with what we say we still yeah. definitely try and pull up in the end we're not going to try and leave you guys completely abandoned if we were to like completely leave this podcast we would let you know but that's not happening anytime soon <laughs> no so thank you for holding out for us and thank you yeah. for listening and thank you for your wonderful messages yeah please keep sending them through yeah write reviews on apple podcasts get spread the word put it on your stories put it on your stories share it with your mates share it with your non one direction fans yeah. your big one direction fans your harry stance whoever it may be yeah. and thank you very much for listening yeah. have, have a wonderful day yeah, yeah. good night good night, <laughs> good night. <laughs>